We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Pack a Day Podcast. It is off season. New league year starts this next week, and there's a lot of questions yet for the Packers to try and break down how they're going to get under the salary cap. And who will get money uh, up front, and who will get money further down the road? And for for all your news to break that down, my name is Mike Welland, Gage Bridgeford joining me as well. And Gage, Russ Ball is already a magician. He's going to get further into wizard territory in the next few days. Already the deals with Preston Smith and Adrian Amos and Devin Funchess. He'll make a couple more moves these next few days, but what looked... A little bit of a bleak situation early on is looking a lot more feasible as we get closer and closer to the new league year, thanks to what Russ Ball has done. Yeah, Russ Ball remains better than your best cap guy. Uh, a lot of teams say, like, Mickey Loomis of the Saints is doing good stuff and all and whatnot and all these other things, but no, Russ Ball is better than your best cap guy. He just, the moves he's able to make, like, yeah, so he had to cut Rick Wagner and Christian Kirksey. That's okay because of the moves he's made otherwise. But now you have Preston Smith, who we all assumed was a lock to get cut, and instead... He got took a big pay cut and got a lot of money put into roster bon- and put into bonuses and and, sa- and sack bonuses. And I know that all of us are probably thinking, well, why wouldn't you just cut him when you could have saved X amount of dollars? Well, guess what? Now your pass rush is still a deep party rota- a deep rotation. 
combined with the fact that if Preston hits those incentives, you're more than happy to pay him. I believe I saw that for 14 million he gets or 14 sacks he gets an extra like 1.5 million. If he gets 14 sacks next year, I'm more than okay with paying him that money. You have Devin Funches who, worst case scenario, you cut him in you cut him during training camp. He didn't play last year. He dealt with COVID himself as well as multiple family members that dealt with it. So I completely understood him stepping away from the game. And now he gets to come in, and it's a low-risk, high-reward situation. If Funches is able to come in and be a wide receiver in your rotation, great. If not, it's okay. You can move on from him without really losing a lot of money. I really like the moves that Russ did yesterday, and I think that he's put Green Bay in a really good spot here when most of us probably thought the sky was falling. You're absolutely right. And plus, I know uh, our resident Packers fandom Twitter uh, cap guru, Ken Ingles, is trying to break down all the deals over on Friday. Also, with Christian Kirksey signing with Houston, that may free up some of dead cap or injury designation type of bonuses that would have gone to Kirksey. So there's some extra stuff there. But right now, Packers are anywhere between 1.7 and 2.5 over the cap right now as of as of us recording this as they try and get under. And there, there's a few moves they can make because they just still have to tender their restricted free agents, namely large Robert Tunyon and maybe Shannon Sullivan. But they, there's definitely some moves that could make that will really help them now and going and going forward to help with the expectation that the seller cap is going to be skyrocketing after this upcoming season. So that being said, we'll just jump right in. We'll try and break some of these down and and as well as we can. We're not we we are neither of us are great cap gurus, but we have an idea. And I engage will do a lot of the breaking down of what can happen. And a lot of some of these big names, Gage, will be getting some new deals. It seems like. Yeah, and okay, so first off, like Mike said, neither one of us are great cap guys. We're not Ken Ingles. If you want Packers cap stuff specifically, go just go follow Ken. He's great. Um, he knows he knows what he's doing better than we do. But I also know that Mike and I kind of get can give you a gist of what's going on. For one, Aaron Rodgers' deal. Aaron Rodgers has a six point eight million dollar roster bonus due to him this year. I have a high belief that there's no way that, that he's going to get a full $6.8 roster, million dollar roster bonus. What I think is going to happen is they're going to convert that into a signing bonus, which will then spread it out over the remaining cap year. So 6.8 divided by 3, because that's how many years he currently has left on his deal, and I don't believe he's going to get an extension, would give you a $2.2 million. So his cap hit with this year would get $4 million cheaper. And then it would be about $2.2 million more on to next year and the year after. So we go ahead, and that's what I think is going to happen with Rodgers. It's a pretty simple move. You're already – if you're going to end up cutting Rodgers before the end of his deal, he's already going to cost you money to cut him anyway, and you need that extra money now. He, I don't think he's going to get an extension, though I know there's a lot of people in Packer world that would like that. I don't think that's going to happen. Zadarius Smith is the next guy up. He's paid – He's due. His cap at this year is $22 million. If you don't follow Zadari Smith on social media, one, you should. He's a fun follow. But two, you should have seen news this week where he's made it clear he wants to be in Green Bay forever. He tweeted a picture of uh, – he put up a picture on Instagram of him and uh, I believe it was his daughter um, wearing – uh, wearing Packer gear, saying he wanted to be in Green Bay forever. Uh, he tweeted out the day before that picture that he wanted to be in Green Bay forever and he wants to be a Packer forever. Z, Z wants to be here. He'll turn 29 in September. He wants to be here forever. 
you can bring him back for cheaper and make the final two years of his deal cheaper overall, and I think that that's what's going to happen. Instead of making $22 million, like against the cap this year, also he has a $5 million roster bonus that you can convert into a signing bonus and spread out over the course of the deal because I think he'll get another two years added on to where he signed through Green Bay through his age 31 season and maybe get three years added on and be to his age 33, 32 season. I don't know. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I think I think something's true. I think he'll get extended of another year or two. And yeah, he's a guy who wants to be here. And we we've talked for years about the Packer people type of personality they want to bring in. And we saw that back with with Woodson became the kind of guy Ryan Pickett. And I think Zadarius and what we've seen now with Adrian Amos, the president making their contract adjustments as well. That that it's still very clear the type of type of personality that Russ Ball has wanted to bring in and wanted to negotiate with for years. And I think Zadarius is in the exact same boat. So I think. I think he's going to get a, a little bit of a restructure to some of that money be converted to bonus money. But I do think he does get an extension as well because he, it, it, it was a risk when they signed him because he hadn't proven as a full-time player in Baltimore. But he's definitely lived up to his contract by far. He's been one of the best defensive players in the NFL the past two seasons. And he, was, he wasn't his otherworldly self last year as he was compared to 2019. He's still a great player, and he's a, he's the leader of this locker room. He he really is. Like the Zaria Smith is the guy who who has become, in a large way, the Charles Woodson of this locker room. And I think he he he'll get I think he'll get continued money. He'll get extended, and I think he'll he will spend majority, if not the entirety, the rest of his career in Green Bay, and that, and that'll start in these next few days. As far as with what Rodgers goes, I'm with you. I think they'll convert some of his money. I don't think there's going to be any extension because if they do, they're already punting on the Jordan Love pick. And I think I think with the news of the Tim Boyle Laser Show being deployed in a different city next year, they they believe in Jordan Love. They believe that with a full offseason, with preseason games, he's going to show that he's worth being a franchise quarterback potentially. And I think, I think Rodgers will get some of that money deferred and he will be going forward. But the big one that doesn't anything to do with any sort of restructuring, and that's going to be in a contract extension, is going to be Devontae Adams. Uh, Adams, obviously coming up at the end of his contract this year, after this year, he's going to get paid, and he deserves it. And Green Bay is not going to let their, their top receivers go. I mean, Jordy Nelson, I think, got three contracts. James Jones eventually got three contracts. Like, these guys, the Packers don't, outside of Greg Jennings, they don't let the receivers go, especially if they know they can play. And Devontae Adams, his game is going to age very, very well with, with, with how technical his, his route running is. And he is a prime candidate to get the extension, which, will, which could help uh, negate that capital, capital a bit this year. And with the expectation that the cap is going to jump back up after this season with, with the likelihood of fans being back in the crowd and concessions and all that stuff and new TV deals. Devontae Adams is going to get paid in Green Bay, and, and it, that could happen any time in the next three or four days. And here's the thing. So you said that they, like Green Bay, keeps their receivers around. I, I agree. So they gave, so Greg Jennings had a four-year deal as a rookie, and then he got another four-year deal. And then if it weren't for his fallout with Rodgers, he probably would have gotten another deal after that. Because he, I mean, I think he would have pl- continued to play well in Green Bay. So you're absolutely right. They keep their guys around. And like you said, and this is something that we talked about a little bit beforehand when we were kind of looking at a possible restructure or a possible extension for, by the way, yes, uh, Jory did get a three-year deal. As we were kind of talking about before the podcast started looking around at 
the different possible guys that we expected uh, Adams to be in money-wise, I kind of expect him to be getting a deal about 18 to $19 million per season. And I know there's going to be a lot of people that recoil at that, thinking that's a lot of money to give to a guy that's getting ready to hit 30 or he's going to be this, he's going to be this age or that age. Devontae doesn't turn 29 until December 24th. So as Mike said before we started, Merry Christmas to him. I think Devontae is a prime candidate for getting an extension because you can extend a guy that's, like Mike said, he doesn't win with athleticism. This isn't A.J. Green. This isn't Tyreek Hill, which I guess, which Tyreek Hill is kind of a fluky player because of just the raw speed that he has. Deshaun Jackson is another guy that kept speed forever, but guys don't always win. That win guys that win with speed and athleticism don't always stick around quite as long just because that athleticism, when it goes, it goes gestures in Des Bryant's direction. Des Bryant was one of the most dominant red zone receivers because his athleticism was so much better than so many other players, but once that went, his legs really went out from under him really quickly. The guys that I expect to last a long time in this league are Michael Thomas, Keenan Allen, Adams, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. to a certain extent. Robert Woods is another guy who none of those guys really win with athleticism. They just win because their route running is so crisp they have good hands, they're smart players, and all that, all of those other things. So I think that's why Adams is a perfect candidate for an extension because it allows you to keep him in Green Bay, which you all know he wants to be there. Green Bay wants to keep him. He, I think there's, he has a lot to get an extension in general. And like Mike said, the cap's going to go up. There was just that brand-new deal that ESPN just signed with the NFL, and the other TV deals are going to kick in. The NFL makes every t- news or every TV network so much money. There's no way they're not just going to hand over the entire Brinks truck to the NFL. They're going to hand them a blank check and say, "We will pay you whatever amount of money you put on this check. You want you want us to pay you a billion dollars? So be it. We don't care. We'll pay it." So, I, I so I think that Adams is going to get an extension, and I think he'll go and get about I think 18 million per. He'll get uh, more signing bonus thrown in there. He doesn't have any more like he doesn't have any bonuses you can convert really this year. You could take his per game roster bonus or workout bonus and convert that if you want, but neither one of those are worth a whole lot. So I think that Adams is going to get a restructure and extension. So his cap number this year would go down, and I think that there wouldn't be any additional money thrown onto this year. So you don't have to worry about that. They would just probably take like his prorated bonus this year and maybe just convert it or his base salary convert some of that into signing bonus later on to make him cheaper. So Z and Devontae. Devontae is a definite extension, but at a minimum, Z is going to be uh, have a restructure done. And I think he's yeah, I think he's an extension just because he wants to be here. He wants to be here, and he's been every bit. Like Mike said, you didn't know you were going to get this version of him when you signed him. This was the – he is hitting every bit of his ceiling. So we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Far. So there's no reason to not bring him, not give him more money and not extend him because he wants to be here. He's been everything you could have hoped for. And there's just no reason to let him go. Who do you think, Mike? I think that that's all the the restructures we've kind of looked at so far. I know one that I've looked at is uh, Mason Crosby. He's got two years left on his deal. He's got a $1.25 million roster bonus that hit, that'll kick in because Green Bay is not going to get rid of him this year. He just had a perfect year on field goals, 16 and 16. He was, I believe, 59 of 64 on extra points last year. He is a perfect 69 of 69 on extra points in the playoffs. He's He's been everything you could hope for. There's no reason to let him go. He's got this year and next year left on, the, on his deal. I say you take that $1.25 million regular bonus or that roster bonus and convert that into just a signing bonus for the next two years just to make his cap hit a little bit cheaper. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With the Credit Karma Money Spend Account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Yeah, with Crosby, I, I think that one's more irrelevant. I guess if they if they need to, that's an option they have. I don't think they're going to do anything with this deal. I think they'll just let it let it be because again, one point two five million, that's not a huge deal. Uh, so I think they'll just let him go. But Adams and Z are the two big ones. And you talk about guys' games aging well. You, we talked again before we started recording. Adams' hit right now is kind of comparable to Stephon Diggs. Diggs' game is going to age very well. If you want to look at a historical player, and this is maybe this may sting a little bit, think of Chris Carter. He played forever because his his technical ability was so good with his route running and his his boundary ability. Adams is going to age the same way. And like I said, he only does through twenty nine until December. He'll get. And late December, too. That's not like December 1st. That is a December 24th. He's the final week of the year that he turns 24, that he turns 29. And that, and that goes to show not only the contract structures that Russ Ball has brought in to keep, to get Adams' third contract before he turns 30, it also goes back to Ted Thompson drafting some of these guys really, really young. Look how young Devontae was when he got drafted. Look how young Kenny Clark was when he got drafted. Then it extended to Brian Goodicons, Rashawn Gary. Look how young he was the youngest player in the league when he got drafted. Like, there's. They, they draft these really high upside guys when they're 20 or 21. And so they're on their third contract by the time they hit 30. Like, that's some great work by the scouting department, by the contract people. 
and then looking at like Z's contract, they've already restructured Adrian Amos, they've restructured Preston Smith. There might be an outside shot at Billy Turner going forward. Russ Ball knew that was gonna could happen when he signed those deals to uh, before 2019. That is a genius level move to know that you could restructure those guys after two years. And and maybe either extend them or if you needed to cut them or yeah or that was the, I remember that was the whole thing of why they structured the deals they did or the way they did was if we have to move on from these guys after two years that's fine because we, we structured the deal that way and if they perform well and we keep them such as the Darius and Adrian Amos we can restructure them and extend them or just restructure them in general and keep them around longer. That's so like like we said at the very beginning of this. Russ Ball is better than your best cap guy. It's just how it is. And 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 looking at the aspect of the player side, they're still getting paid. They're, those bonuses, they may be spread out on the cap. Those bonuses are already paid. The signing bonuses are already paid to these players. They've already gotten the check. It's in their bank account. It's in their their portfolios. They already have the money. It's just how does it get officially determined? And these these are mistakes that other gyms have made for years. Example, exhibit A, Pittsburgh and Jacksonville from the early 2000s. They exhibit C, uh, Philadelphia now. Yeah. Well, they're still paying Carson Wentz for a long time yet, but it's great. But that being said, these moves are being are going to be made before the new league year starts on the 17th. There's still some other moves that need to be made as far as RFAs that... That's why these moves need to be made. And the big one is Robert Tunyon. He is going to get a contract. He's going to get tender. And they, they can't afford to have him go to the open market, especially with guy Hunter Henry's going to set the tight end market this, this offseason. Are you stuck. sure? I think so, because he is, he's probably seen as a more top-tier talent than Robert Tunyon. But, here, but, here, but here's my one pushback about that, because I've seen a lot of people say, oh, Hunter Henry's the guy this offseason. I think that this tight end class is fine. It's not great, but it's fine. And I was talking about the draft class. And then you have Hunter Henry, and then after that it's Kyle Rudolph, Gronk, who's gonna Gronk's going back to Tampa Bay. He's going to sign for $690,000, and he's going to giggle while he signs the contract. Greg Olson retired. Jared Cook is 34. He's 34 going on 35 or whatever it is. Gerald Everett's interesting. Josh Hill just signed with Detroit. Josh Hill, yeah, Josh Hill just signed with Detroit. Ooh, that fun fact that does not move the needle for me at all. Josh Hill doesn't do anything on the field. Johnny Smith. John, if, I, if I was a GM this offseason and I'm signing a guy, I would honestly prefer to sign Johnny Smith over Hunter Henry. Because Johnny Smith is, in my opinion, he's more athletic. He can run. He can just flat out run better. Um, he... Yeah, well, yeah, minus this last year, but I think this last year was just kind of weird for everybody across the board. Hunter Henry, Hunter Henry's played, he played 77% of snaps last year, so he's, so that's fine, but I, if I was, I mean, if I was the Chargers, I wouldn't let him go because you have a rookie, you have a really young quarterback. There's no reason to cheapen up on a guy who makes your quarterback's life easier, but I just, I don't really see the whole Hunter Henry hype that everybody else does, but that's just, it's always been a personal thing more than anything else. Yeah, I'm with you. I think with I think he'll set the market, and then, but either way, Tunyon is going to get paid. That's I, I I agree there. Yeah, so he's going to be getting a raise. They have they got to tender him. So depending on how much that happens, there's him. But then there's three other guys who won't get a high tender, but they still might get tendered. And that's Chandon Sullivan is the obvious one. But then there's Tyler Lancaster and Raven Green. I don't think Lancaster and Green get tendered. I think they let them go UFA, and they can always just sign them later. But if they were to decide to keep those guys around, 
that's still got to go onto the salary cap somehow. So these moves that could be made these next few days, whether it's Adams or Z, Rogers, Crosby, Turner, or whatever, is going to be to, to keep guys like Robert Tunyon, keep guys like Shannon Sullivan, and maybe look at some of these other younger these other players. Like we talked a few weeks ago about some underrated guys, like a Jerick McKinnon, a, a Devondre Campbell, Fabian Morell. Those guys would have to get under the cap too. Uh, Austin Ryder now in Kansas City. Kansas City's cut their entire offensive line. There's those guys are out there, and if the Packers want to bring those guys in, you need to make these moves these next few days to create the room to be able to bring in more players to improve the team and get and make yourselves a better chance at getting to that Super Bowl in 2021. I think the like when you were talking about the UFAs, like the and the or the restricted free agents. Tanya, yep, he's getting tagged. They might still let him, like, they might be forced to let him walk just based on money, but you, but you can't let him, like you said, you can't let him walk for free. Uh, Lancaster is fine. I, I mean, like, if you bring him back, it's he's going to be for dirt cheap. That's okay. I think he's a fine rotational player. One guy we didn't talk about who Mike and I talked about beforehand was Dean Lowry. I understand Dean Lowry might have some fans. I'm not one of them. I think the amount of money he makes for what he brings to your roster, like I think he's a fine rotational guy, but he's currently the Packers' ninth most expensive cap hit this year. I think he is a prime candidate for Green Bay to go to and say, "Look, you're a fine rotation guy. You didn't, you didn't capitalize on the opportunity you thought that we thought that you could make. We can cut you now and save three point three million dollars, or you can restructure and be cheaper." and stick around in Green Bay longer as a rotation guy. And I think that that's what they should do. Whether or not they do is a different story. But Lancaster's a fine rotation player. Dean Lowry, same thing. Uh, Raven Green, I think, is a near lock to be gone, unfortunately. Just this safety class has a lot of guys that fit the mold of the of the big, the big Nick or the big linebacker type. And they, if they want to find a replacement for him, they can find one in the draft. And hopefully they can find one. Nothing against Raven Green, who, when he's on the field, makes plays. He's just not on the field very often. Chandon, I think, is a lot. If I was putting locks in on guys that I thought were going to get tendered, I would put Tanyan, or Tanyan and Sullivan both there. Sullivan isn't great, isn't a great corner, but I think he showed me enough as a slot guy that I would rather keep him than risk drafting a rookie in this class, unless you get, like, a Kerry Vincent Jr., who is a slot specialist. But for the most part, I think Shannon Sullivan is a good slot corner in the NFL that you can get for cheap. Yeah, unless unless Elijah Molden's come to Green Bay, I think, yeah, Sullivan's trying to come back. The, the question with that one is, is it is it going to be worth more on the tender, or or can you get him for a little bit cheaper if he does go to UFA and you bring him in? Like, that, that's it's just those little semantic arguments. And I'm with you. As, as much as I do like Raven Green... One, who knows if Joe Barry's going to keep that big nickel position around? He will. I, he's going to keep that around. That's just that's just the way the modern NFL is. That isn't necessarily a Joe Barry thing. That's just a it's how the NFL is. It is, but the NFL is also a very cyclical league. We may see more teams go more toward a power game again. So we'll, either way, we'll we'll see what happens. But but if you can't if you if you can't stay on the field. It's, it's tough to keep you around and and green if if, if he comes back for like a league minimum deal maybe but he I don't think he'll get tender I don't think Lancaster gets tender he'll come in and get signed for cheap because uh, as a run stuffer but again all these moves are being led to this we're gonna we're gonna find out a lot of news these next few days 
on how the how the stuff gets broken down. Again, of course, check out some of the writings of guys like like Zach Jacobson. Andy's done some writing. Ross, uh, Bill Huber at SI. As, as they've been doing a great job breaking this news down and breaking it in, because a lot of it broke on a fr- on Friday evening, and there's a lot that's going to be going through, and, and a lot of teams will be doing the same thing, and and whether it's Philly or Kansas City or Minnesota, Detroit, whatever, Green Bay is going to be one of these teams. There's going to be a lot of news coming these next few days on contract decisions, and we do, we're just trying to break it down a little bit of what we can ex- what you could maybe expect. And again, neither of us are by any means cap geniuses. But we have a general idea of what to look for, so look for some of those names. Look for Zadarius Smith, Devontae Adams, maybe Aaron Rodgers in the next few days on on some contract moves to get under the salary cap, because this is going to be such an interesting year where a lot of guys are going to be taking some lesser deals, one-year deals, to get ready for a cap explosion after this next season to get the cash in for that paycheck. And so there's going to be a lot of happenings going on these next few days, and and we'll be here every week, every single day on the Packet A Podcast to find you guys and let you guys know. So that being said, we'll wrap things up here for this edition of the Packet A Podcast. Gage, uh, where can people find you? You can find me, as always, on Twitter, at Gbridge for the NFL. I'm doing some work uh, all over the place, really. I'm working on the – I'm doing a little bit of work with the Cheesehead TV uh, draft guide this year which you can uh, pre-order. I know uh, Jersey Al has been put it, uh, tweeting that out uh, just about every day, every generally once or twice a day. Um, you can find all of my work on my Twitter. Uh, I do stuff for Rotoballer, Dynasty Nerds. Uh, let's see, what's the uh, Denver Stiffs uh, game on Wisconsin? I'm doing a little bit of work everywhere. Uh, it's been a pretty hectic couple of weeks for me, um, but and it's only going to get more hectic as the weeks go on. I know that... The guys that you should be following for Packers stuff for, like, free agency is um, obviously uh, Zach and Andy Herman. Um, Andy Herman's great. If you Also, if you, for some reason, don't follow Zach, which is possible considering um, his history with the uh, being shut down on Twitter, at it's Zachariah J. Uh, you should be following him. The kid's great. He's been doing all sorts of great work the last week or so, and I just – I don't think he does anything with the uh, – Pack-A-Day podcast, so you should just, if you don't follow him, you really should. The guy does a lot of really good work over there for Packer Report and uh, Game on Wisconsin himself. So that's all I got today, Mike. Yeah, of course, definitely. And you can follow me at Mike Wendland, all one word on Twitter. Um, I'm going to start diving into a little bit more draft stuff in the next uh, few days. You can always interact with me on Twitter. My DMs are always going to be open. You know, finally, you're finally talking a lot of smack about hockey right now, even though my team stinks. But it's... You can just find me on there. A lot of my stuff will be on Twitter as well. You can find me also broadcasting on ZaleskiSports.com, doing a lot of local high schools in central Wisconsin, including Spash and Nina coming up, so that's going to be a lot of fun for the spring season. And, of course, find all of our great contributors through our, our Twitter page, Packet A Podcast. Also find the the podcast itself wherever, wherever you can find your audio podcasts. And, of course, check out Andy's work on the YouTube channel as well. That's going to be that's been a lot of fun. I'm hoping we can do something for the draft going forward as well with all of us together. So that being said, we will say so long for now. For Gage Bridgeford, this is Mike Williams. Everyone stay warm, stay safe, always carry the G, and go Pack Go.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.